One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This podcast is sponsored by GambleAware.com. Are you aware that you're about to gamble? Right, that's good. Just wanted to make sure... Now go spend those savings from your first time ISA and go lose some money. Yeah? Have fun. Don't gamble aware. Be aware of your gambling. Welcome to the Daft Lad Podcast. I take no prisoners, just inmates. Whatever that fucking means. Daft. Hey up everyone, how we doing? Welcome to another shit show of a podcast. <laughs> yeah? Let's just let's just get straight into it. Let's just do it. You know when you just uh you just buy yourself like at work or something, or a family gathering, and you've got a worried fart brewing. It's one of those ones that it could it could hurt some noses. So when you say, if you're like, I'm, I'm going to do it, I'm going to let it out, no one's going to come in the vicinity of my area for the next, I don't know, five minutes, and it's going to enter the fucking rafters. And you think to yourself, I think I might just let it out, the word fart now. It could be a stinker, but we'll leave it a few minutes. No one's going to come next to me. No one's been talking for the past few minutes because no one likes me. So I'm just going to just gonna let it... Oh, here we go. Here we go. And then you fart, and then... You're like, oh, that, that stinks. I hope no one comes. And if someone comes over, hey, but happy birthday. It's not even your birthday. Hey, but how are you doing? Oh, have you farted? It fucking stinks, mate. Oh, is that mayo chicken digested? Shit. Speaking of farts, I hope you're okay. Whoever's listening to this, I hope you've had a real good dump today. One that tickles as it comes out. I've just been thinking, right, can you buy a car on Klarna? Because you meet these people who are like, oh, I've just spent 300 quid on clothes from Primark. And I'm like... 300 quid, you mad fucking lamp. That's that's the whole store in it. And then their reply is, no, I, I didn't spend 300 quid. I used Klarna. Klarna. Yeah, you used Klarna. Uh, 200 pound on a freshly pressed waistcoat on Klarna. Yeah. So why can't I use Klarna to buy a car? It's basically like a mortgage for a house, but really overkill. And you could spend the next 25 years spending, I don't know, 30 quid on your car so every month. Anyway, enough of that banter. Let's have a look on Urban Dictionary. This is what I like to do on the podcast. I like to just uh, look at... It's one of my favourite segments because I don't have to do any work. It's all on the fucking Google for me. So here we go. We've got some fun 
names, funny, random urban dictionary names. So here we go. Oh, I need to do an impression of this because it's off Scooby Doo. Oh, that was fuck. That was great. That was unreal. So the word was originally one of the many iconic Scooby Doo sayings, but has been turned into a phrase used at times of wrongdoing or mistake to make people laugh or lighten the mood. So here we go. Here's a sentence. Rut row. We're behind on our rent. <laughs> Here's another one. Rut row. I farted in the hand dryer. <laughs> I never saw that episode where Velma farted into hand dryer. Stonk. Here's another one. Corn nobble. To smack somebody with a fish. <laughs> I corn nobble Jason. And then smacks Jason with a fish in brackets. <laughs> You've been cornobbled, mate. I might do that to me, mate, Will, with a carp next time. Um, potent. This refers to the soft and sensitive part of a potato. The potato screams when I kicked it in the potent. Okay. Okay, the next one is Google Earthing. What I do when I have nothing else to do, I have no life, I mostly look for abandoned airports. Oh, I've got some time to kill. I think I'll go Google Earthing. <laughs> Google Earth is a fantastic place, but it's not been updated for about 10 years. So if you look back at your house, it's like, my house is never there. So I'm just basically right now floating in midair if you look in Google Earth. Um, the next uh, word is cockwomble, a completely useless person that spouts constant bullshit. That Andrew is such a cockwomble. We all know people who are cockwombles. Um, you, you can take that into your life. Um, don't, uh, you won't be done for copyright on this because it's not fucking my word. And then the last one is quiet quit. When physically you still turn up to work, but mentally you check out and do the absolute bare minimum to get by. And the sentence is, my boss has been an asshole lately, but I need the money, so I just quiet quit. I don't really get that one, but anyway, you can take, you can use some of them. Um, some lovely Urban Dictionary words there for the start of episode four. Let's get some tunes blaring out, yeah? So something relatable now for you. I don't know if you've met someone or know someone in life that hears a new catchphrase. You might have done it yourself. You hear a new catchphrase and they just like keep using it in every sentence. They're really doing overkill because it's like, oh, it's a new word. I've got to use it. It's so fun to use. Um, I have done that quite a lot in my life. But there's this lad I know, funny as fuck, right? And he likes to do the exact thing I just described. So I could be at my mate's house and... Uh, the first thing he says to him, whenever you see him as greeting, you go, Hey, bud, how are you doing? You all right? And then their reply is, Yeah, good, you? And, you know, just a standard banter. And then that's it for the day. You won't say that until you see him another day. But this lad, for some reason, he's just on it. He's on it all the time. So every time you walk into the room, you walk past him, even if it's five seconds, he'll use his new catchphrase that isn't, Hey, bud, how are you doing? His new catchphrase is horse, right? Never heard of this in my life. Or horse in the Yorkshire accent. Hey, up, horse. So you'll be like, hey, bud, how you doing? He goes, hey, up, horse, how you doing, lad? And I'm like, Where, where's this lad been hanging around fucking stables? What's going on? What's a horse? So I'll walk into his house or something. I'll walk past him. Hey, up, bud, how you doing? You're all right. Hey, up, horse. And then five seconds later, you like walk past him. Hey, up, horse. And then 30 seconds later, it's like they've not seen you at all today. And they're like, hey, up, horse. It's like, fucking shut up. What's that? I'm going to start doing one and say, Hey, koala. Also, I find it awkward when, and I know you can all relate to this, 
find it awkward when you're talking to someone and you haven't realised until about 10 seconds into the conversation that you're looking straight into their eyes. Awkward eye contact. You're just talking and you're just listening to them. Then all of a sudden they're doing like a long story and then you just like clock their eyes. You're like, shit, I'm looking into their eyes. It's awkward. I need to look away. And then you're stressing out because you're like, I can't not look at them because then they'll think I'll be rude. Um, if I look in their eyes too long, they'll think, fucking weird, I'm looking right into my pupes. And then you're like, oh, it's too long in their eyes. We look at the nose. And then you think in the red, oh, that's too much. That's awkward. I'm looking at the nose. And then they're like in the red, stop looking at me fucking face handle. <clears throat> and then I look away mid-convo and I'm just like, uh, right, I'm just going to look at that wall. And then look back. Yeah, yeah, look, look away. And then you look at their eyes again just to get some contact. Yeah, yeah. And then you look at the floor and then you feel like you're in like a footy interview after match, post-match interview. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. And then you look back at the eyes. It's fucking, oh, it's awful. It's, oh, it's grim. I hate it. So we all love bonfire night. Not a lot of places do bonfires now because of uh, less wood. I don't know, if is that a thing? Or is it because it's just dangerous? I think it's less wood or things to burn. So I went to go see some fireworks last year and they used those Catherine wheel fireworks which spin like fuck. And uh, they're basically like really fast wind turbines with fireworks on. Spinning around, firing just, I don't know, sparkles or grinder. Whatever it is, sparks. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, cool, Catherine wheel, I've not seen one of them in a year because, you know, you don't see them in, in any time of the year. It'd be weird if you did. If you saw a Catherine wheel in April, like, what the fuck? But I, I was looking at the Catherine wheels, that's so cool. Then I was like, why is it called the Catherine wheel? Did someone call Catherine back in the day, nailed himself to a fence, and just start spinning around like fuck, and they started sparking like it was a wheel of fortune or something? It's yeah, but it's crap nowadays, like, because there's been a lot of good places to go see fireworks on bonfire night. Like, it was awesome back in the day, you go to your local footy club, go on to the field, five quid to get in. Um, the footy club wouldn't get the five quid. It'd go straight into Julie's pocket, the founder of Windermere fucking football club, and then she'd save it up and spend it on her shit tapestry in a bathroom or something. You know, it's wrong, that. And then you go inside, and yeah, you're like, oh, there's a little little merry-go-round, and that's it. And then you're like, oh, I'll have a toffee apple. I've not had them in a year. It's just like eating a grenade. And then you, and then you go do the game. It's a classic hook-a-duck or spike-a-pike. Great fun. And then you walk past the burger van, smell amazing, the best burgers ever. And then it was a bonfire, it was, a, I think first the bonfire would get lit, so Terry and Paul from Footy Club, um, the caretakers, would go light a load of pallets up and uh, deodorant bottles. Like Tony and Paul, their highlight of the year is bonfire night, getting that bonfire started. So the whole year, they're like gathering pallets and wood, and it's like, oh mate, I've, mate, I've just gathered out five pallets a day from the local chip shop. Don't know why they've got pallets, but I'm going to use them. I'm going to save them. Go put them in field for bonfire night. Oh, Paul, mate, that's mint. And then also the fireworks would go off. And the fireworks back in the day were just so much more dangerous. It was just all rockets. Nowadays, it's those ones that like just go up and don't do a bang. It's just like, oh, colour. Again, relatable, is it? Um, back in the day, my family used to set off fireworks in our back garden, um, which was unsafe. Because <laughs> this is the funny story. It was maybe 2007. And uh, next, uh, we had a long, straight field, and to the left was a massive greenhouse in the neighbour's back garden. Massive greenhouse, made of glass, of course. If you've got a greenhouse made of wood, it's, it's, do, it's not doing its job. But yeah, the classic greenhouse had some broccoli, um, carrots, I'm going to guess. And I think there was a few goats just outside the greenhouse, random to have in a back garden. It was in the countryside, this. 
so you put the rocket into a, a sand pit or like a plant pot with sand in, put the rocket in, and nine times out of ten, they'd go up. But this one out of ten didn't go up. It shot sideways, this rocket, and went smash into the greenhouse. Poof! And I mean, it lit that greenhouse up. It was a lit house. And basically, after that rocket went into that greenhouse, you basically had a cooked roast chicken dinner. You had veg all cooked. Chickens were fucking cooked. Because the, the rocket <laughs> blew them up. And then also, it was it was New Year's Eve last year. No, two years ago. First time in this house. And we were waiting until midnight, because, you know, you got to do it. And then all of a sudden, at like 11.59 on the, uh, the 31st of December, I just heard this boom outside. I was like, what's going on? Aerial bombardment here. What's going on? Scared the crap out of me. Looked outside. I thought a car blew up because there was like sparks on the car. But it was the road. Um, the house over the road had just set off fireworks in the road. So like, I thought you had to put like fireworks into like a sand pit or like a plant pot with sand in just to make it more stable. Nah, nah. Lads just... Uh, just got one of those, like, uh, it looked like a paint bucket of fireworks. Just put it on the floor. Going up in the middle of the road. Cars were driving. There was a taxi that drove over the uh, tin of fireworks. Imagine if that, if that, if a firework took off with a taxi on it. It'd be sent into orbit. Imagine that. You're just looking up, stargazing. And you're like, look at that. Is that a satellite, Dad? No, son. I think that's a, I think that's a Ford Fiesta. <laughs> I've never seen a Ford Fiesta taxi. Um. <laughs> Imagine if the taxi didn't drive like over it, so it didn't hit it. Imagine if the wheels hit it. And I was just watching, like, look at these three fireworks. And then the, the taxi driver just hits it over. <laughs> the fireworks aim at me. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And I'd dolphin dive onto the floor. <laughs> Just see fireworks hit the window. Bye bye, Corsa, exactly. Right, let's play some tunes. I didn't realise this episode would be so firework based. It's March. Went to cinema last year, went to go see that Harry Styles film, can't remember what it was called, something to do with Darling Quiet or something, Don't Worry Darling, was that it? Good film, very good film. Florence Pugh, absolutely slayed, and Harry Styles is good, you know, he's... And uh, Harry Styles was good until I saw his dancing, um, you can search that into YouTube, um, it, it's not. it's got nothing to do with his actual dancing, it was a, just a dance move he did in the film, I was pissing my pants. Type it in, Don't Worry Darling, Harry Styles dancing, I was like, yeah? 
GG's, mate. I go to cinema once a year now because it's just so expensive. And uh, But the adverts before the films. So it's like showing the new films that are coming out. It's the same fucking actors in every film. Every time it's a new film, it's like, oh, it's got Chris Pratt in. Great. It's got Kevin Hart in. Oh, what's it called? Chris, Hem- Chris Hemsworth? Oh, it's got Scarlett. What's, what's she called? Scarlett Johansson. Oh, it's got fucking The Rock in. I think actors should have a 10 film limit, right? Not even that, five. I don't really watch a lot of films. I like coming of age films on Netflix, like, so I'm the wrong person to give my opinion on it. So I don't know all these big actors, but like, I don't watch Marvel. I'm surprised The Rock isn't in it. Is he in it? I don't know. But like, The Rock is just the main character in every film ever, and he plays the same guy. Kevin Hart's just the, the same guy in every film. I like it when it's a, a new film. You don't know any of the actors. Or it's like a a small character from like a TV show. Like if it was Samuel Tarly from Game of Thrones in a film, like, yeah, I want to go see that. If it was, let's say, Tyler Posey or someone like that from Team Wolf, I'm like, I'll go watch that. But when when it's The Rock, it's like, oh, mate, mate, I've, I was watching WrestleMania. Also, my idea with films, you know they bring out just the one film, they've got the whole story, the actors... I think they should bring out the same film, but three different versions of it with different actresses and actors, right? Be so It's like those alternative versions of songs. So then you can see like the different actors and actresses doing it in their style, and it'd be different. You know, it'd be cool, that. And it'd be good to see someone else do it instead of Rock and Kevin Fart. Also, when I was watching the adverts before the film, back in the day, I was like, all the names for films were so cool, you know what I mean? It's like Maze Runner, Hunger Games, Lord of the Rings. Like, yes, that's a cool title. Watch an advert before the film. And this advert for the film was called Plane. And I'm like, oh, great. That makes me want to go see it. And also, if you've seen this before films, it's mainly video games. And it's like, the people in this game aren't based off real life people. If so, it's a coincidence. I've never watched a film and just thought, oh, my God. That character is exactly like my mate Darren. You know, Darren, players left mid for me footy team. It's That's exactly him, innit? I'm suing Warner Brothers. I'm suing them. Speaking of cinemas, right, um, in the past segment, which cinema wins it for you? View or Cineworld? Or, what, is there any more? Cineworld, you've got the cool 80s vibes. Um, you basically feel like you're in Stranger Things and you've got a Vimto Ice Blast, but the seats aren't as good as View, but the screen's better than View. But then when you go to View, you get Tango Ice Blast, the seats are better, but the screens aren't as good. Is that is that is that good? Is that a correct opinion? Also, who else hears it when um, someone says, oh, have you seen this film? And I'm like, no, no, like, how the fuck have you not seen this film? You haven't lived. <laughs> fuck. Oh, no, I've not seen it. Well, I'm going to have to rewind my whole life and watch it when it comes back. So when I get to this conversation, I can say, yeah, I've seen it. And make you happy. Oh, darling, darling. Bloody Nathan here has just said, I've not lived. I've not seen this film. I know we have four kids. You're my wife. Wonderful life. Lovely house. But because Nathan says, I've not lived and see this film, I'm going to have to rewind my life and uh, leave all this behind. So that's okay. I aren't like into films. I'll watch Lord of the Rings every day, but the new ones, I don't really watch them. But I know there's people out there who fucking adore films. But then I know there's people out there who love films and they love speaking about it. It's their hobby, which is cool. But for someone like me, um, who doesn't like no films or talk about films apart from Lord of the Rings, um, it can get a bit random in conversations. 
But like there's these people who just start talking about films, new films, and their personality is just based around films and like talking about it. Every film that comes out, they'll know the director inside and out, they'll know the fucking producer, they'll know the guy who gets the props, and they won't watch it if a certain prop manager isn't in it or something. Oh, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, John fucking props in this. Oh, it's it's not going to be a good film then. What I normally do with films, right, I watch a trailer, and if it doesn't hook me, I won't go see it. Because I don't want to waste two hours of my life watching something I don't want to see from a two-minute video. But those people who love to, like, oh, my God, it's not, what's he called? Steven Spielberg. I'm, I'm not watching that. He's, he's directed it. He's, he makes shit films, mate. I'm, I'm not watching it. He's got shit reviews. And it's like, oh, he's got shit reviews, but I've not seen it. Can't, you can't give an opinion then. Go watch it. Oh, Jamie, mate, have you seen this new film that's coming out? It's uh, directed by that, what's he called? Quinton Tarantino. It's, it's bound to be good, you know. And then I reply, like, no, I don't think I'll watch it, really. But in my head, I'm thinking, who is the sound engineer in that film? If it's not Pam Slack, I'm not watching it. Oh, if it's not got Kathy Killett doing props. Got a little story for you. I went to Comic-Con last year, Manchester. Met um, Tyler Posey from Team Wolf. Amazing. One of the nicest people I've ever met. But then, of course, you'd think, if you're giving them money, they're going to be so nice. But there's some people who are just quite, you know, just meh. But this guy, Tyler Posey, right? Unreal. For, he's called um, Scott McCall in Team Wolf. Met a few other people. Um, what's he called? Tyler Holy Chilling? Holy Chilling? I can't say the name. Tyler Holy Chilling? He's like Superman, is he? Or something. Met him because he's from Team Wolf. And you could get pictures with him and stuff. Um, if I remember, I'll put some few pictures of this up on the uh, on the video. Because you can watch his podcast on video, not only listen to it for your earlobes. And uh, so I went to Tyler Pose. He's like a, a pop-punk emo fan. And he makes his own tunes. And the uh, bangers. Basically like neck deep kind of stuff. And uh, I thought I'd... Uh, when, when I met him for the second time on the weekend, I thought, oh, I'll give him a, a CD from a band, Foxhorn. So I've... I brought him a seat. We were chatting for ages, so we were like, "I said, oh mate, what's your favourite story so far?" Song, and he was like singing a certain song. I was like, "I can't, I can't remember it." So we were just there for ages talking about story so far, and then, and then I was like, "Oh mate, I love your tunes, um, and I know you'll appreciate music." So I thought I'd give you one of our uh, band CDs, Fox on. He was like, "Dude, man, that's so cool. Yeah, of course, man, I'll give you a listen." And then we and we had a hug, and it was like, "Cheers, bye." I was, <laughs> And then by the end of it, I met him on the on that same day later on, had a final picture with him, and uh, and he was like, "Dude, I fucking love the store so far," you know, because he saw he, he like saw my shirt earlier. He was like, "Man, it's you, man, Jamie, man, how you doing?" And then it says, "See you, mate." And then it was like, "See you, Jamie, mate." And I was like, "What a lad!" He remembered my name, and uh, yeah, it was class, was that? And then. Went up to meet Gimli from Lord of the Rings, which was cool. He was absolutely mental, was that guy, but really funny. So, like, you, you you go up to him and get the picture from the professional person. So I, like, walked up to him. And if you've seen Lord of the Rings, you'll know how he's basically Gimli in real life as this kid. Of course he talks like him, but he almost acts like him. It's really cool. So I walked up to him and he was like, hey, boy. And I was like, hey, man, how are you doing? You're all right. And then he just looked me up and down and went, you look goddamn good, boy. And then we put his arm around and got a picture and then fucked off. It was class. But the day before, I went to the Trafford Centre. Um, for I've not been in years. I went into the sweet shop and I was about to go to Till and this lad came up to me. These these two lads looked about maybe 16, 17. And he, and he was like, 
Hey, mate. <laughs> Can't do an impression. I says, yeah, bud. And he was like, can you can you buy me these uh, energy drinks for me? I ain't old enough, but I've got my card. I'll give you my card. I was like, yeah, sure. So I went up to the till. I had this dude's card. I think it was energy drink from like a, a sweet shop. I like, might have had a bit of alcohol in. I don't know. But I went up and paid with his card. Gave him the energy drinks. And they were absolutely buzzing. Gave him card back. He was like, mate, thank you so much. That's so nice of you. And I was just like, that's all right, mate. It's all right. So it felt like it was my good deed done for the day. But I was like, can you buy alcohol in us? You know, those American sweet shops that are doing some sort of, I don't know, selling drugs or something. To, I don't know, putting drugs in the sweets because they're like eight quid for a pack of Skittles. is mental. And then um, also it was like a few weeks after Comic-Con, my, um, our band Foxhorn, we played down south in ross on Wye. It was like a four-hour trek um, down near Shropshire, just outside Wales, I think it was. And we played a festival called Ollie Fest. It was a it was a cool festival, and uh, we were on one of the I think it was a main stage, and we were just setting up merch. And then all of a sudden, this guy comes over, and I was like, "Hey, bud, do you want your space for merch?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, man, can I put my merch there?" And then I was like, "I fucking recognise it." I was just chatting for him, and I was like, "I fucking recognise him." And then he went away, and I searched because I saw his name on the uh, on on his merch, and I was just like, "So I typed to Google." Thomas Nicholson, I was like, okay, and I searched him, and it was Kevin from American Pie, you know, the, the guy who plays Kevin in American Pie, I know he's he's a bit older now, but I was like, shit, that's fucking, that's Kevin from American Pie, so he like, he's he's in a band, he plays like covers and his original songs, and he was the, the headliner on the main stage, um, so then he came back to merch, and I was like, hey man, can we can we all get a picture, so if if you're watching the video, I'll put the picture up of me and the band having a picture with uh, Kevin from American Pie. It was so random. It was so random just to chat with him. It was like, man, it's mad that. I was watching you on TV back t- 20 years ago. It was cool because we were like a small band. And uh, if you want to go check us out, check us out on Spotify. We just put a new EP out. Um, Fox Haunt. People down south don't have a clue what I'm saying. So I'm saying Fox Haunt. Um, Yorkshire. Fox Haunt. But you just don't hear that T at the end. So uh, go and check us out. We're on tour. Uh, we've just toured um, the UK. We just did Leeds, Peterborough, London, St. Albans, those kind of places, Newcastle. And uh, I'm sure by the time this goes out, we'll have some more shows and merch. And go check us out on Spotify if you enjoy, like, Yumi at Six, Bands, Bring Me Their Eyes, Lincoln Park, Don Broco. Um, basically using the podcast to try to get more fans of our music so we can play to more people and, uh, you know, love life. So that's the songs you hear in the Daft Lad podcast, my band. Little snippets, because you can't get done on your own songs for copyright, can you? But anyway, we had a good, uh, we had a good banter about fireworks and uh, films um, this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Next week is going to be more daft crap. But anyway, I'll see you next week. Ah, best get going. Um, I actually really have to go. I'm off to school who for a chicken dipper bow bun. <laughs> see you, everyone. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.